Meditations on Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, Part 2, The Last Human Freedom. Viktor Frankl's stories of his experiences in concentration camps prepare us for a most important philosophical point that Frankl wants to get across. Frankl asks the question about life in the camps. Does man have a choice of action in the face of his circumstances? He shares, We can answer these questions from experience as well as on principle. The experiences of camp life show that man does have a choice of action. There were enough examples, often of a heroic nature, which proved that apathy could be overcome, irritability suppressed. Man can preserve a vestige of spiritual freedom, of independence of mind, even in such terrible conditions of psychic and physical stress. We who lived in concentration camps can remember the men who walked through the huts comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. To me, this is the most liberating statement. I am always at choice. I am always at choice, not always about what happens to me, but what I do about it. It is a statement as well of our spiritual nature, that at the deepest level our freedom, our liberty, the truth of who we are cannot be touched, although it must be chosen. Frankel's message is for everyday life. We should not try to make him someone special for what he went through. Franco's point being that it doesn't matter how grim, it's what you have within you that is the message. Still, giving a series of meditation on Franco's experiences makes it hard to compare with my own experiences. Victor held back his anger, enduring torture and starvation. I just this last week demonstrated immense patience by not throwing my computer into the wall when it didn't load my emails fast enough. Frankl had to keep faith in life even while watching death take place around him on a regular basis, never quite knowing if he would be next. I had to have faith last week that traffic would come to an end and the world wouldn't end if I didn't catch what I wanted to on TV. Oh, and there was also that lady who was rude to me on the phone. So very different experiences, but in many ways the same kind of choice. How will I respond with the circumstance before me? I have never met anyone who had it easy, whether it's the loss of a loved one, aging, seeing the violence in the world, racism and discrimination. All of this can be incredibly frightening. For that very reason, I see courage in everyone I meet. Why are we so brave? If we want to live, we don't really have a choice, but then again, living is kind of a choice. It may be subconscious, but it's a daily choice a moment-by-moment choice. It is the most basic choice to have volition, to have freedom. Frankl shares the way in which a man accepts his fate and all the suffering it entails, the way in which he takes up his cross, gives him ample opportunity, even under the most difficult circumstances, to add a deeper meaning to his life. It may remain brave, dignified, and unselfish, or in the bitter fight for self-preservation, he may forget his human dignity and become no more than an animal. Here lies the chance for a man, 
either to make use of or to forego the opportunities of attaining moral values that a difficult situation may afford him. And this decides whether he is worthy of his sufferings or not. And yes, this goes for the most tragic of moments, but also when you can't find the can opener, when you're having trouble falling asleep, or you're unhappy with election results. One of the most difficult lessons I've learned in my life is that I'm not in control, and yet there is a slight paradox because I am at choice. I'm not in control, but I am at choice. It is as if the world of events and circumstances only holds so much stake in reality. There is this interiority of my being, where if I release control, I have this choice to deepen, to find meaning, to experience grace. The deeper meaning for me, and maybe for you too, is that I don't need to be in control of life. I want to be free, to express that freedom, and I want life to do the same. I want that freedom, that love and creativity to be the creative power in my life, not living to survive, to do just damage control, or to live out of fear. We are at choice in how we respond to our circumstances, but God knows it isn't easy. Frankel shares the most ghastly moment of the 24 hours of camp life was the awakening when, at a still nocturnal hour, the three shrill blows of a whistle tore us pitilessly from our exhausted sleep and from the longings in our dreams. We then began the tussle with our wet shoes into which we could scarcely force our feet, which were sore and swollen with edema. And there were the usual moans and groans about petty troubles, such as the snapping of wires which replaced shoelaces. One morning I heard someone, whom I knew to be brave and dignified, cry like a child because he finally had to go to the snowy marching grounds in his bare feet as his shoes were too shrunken for him to wear. In those ghastly moments, I found a little bit of comfort, a small piece of bread which I drew out of my pocket and munched with absorbed delight. Of course, we have nothing but compassion for that man, and indeed, even for Franco, whose strategy is in that tiniest piece of bread he saved for himself, which in that moment is not bread, but like a sacrament in which to receive God, to remind himself that there is something more. But here for Franco, we have the terror of this circumstance, and you have the man who, God bless him, has been taken over, and Franco, who in his simplest of ways, is hanging on to his last freedom. Frankel also tells a story of a man in camp who has a dream that he will be freed on a certain date, that the war will be over. As that date nears and the man realizes it's not going to happen, he grows incredibly ill and on the date in his dream passes away. Frankel tells us, his will to live had been paralyzed. It is a message not to dismiss hope, but to not travel so far in the attachments of our mind that we give up our ability to choose. Part of how Franco survived in the camp was getting to help with the sick patients. He tells the following story of a young woman's death. It is a simple story. There is little to tell, and it may sound as if I had invented it. But to me, it seems like a poem. This young woman knew that she would die in the next few days. But when I talked to her, she was cheerful in spite of this knowledge. I am grateful that fate has hit me so hard, she told me. In my former life, I was spoiled and did not take spiritual accomplishments seriously. Pointing through the window of the hut, she said, 
Through that window, she could see just one branch of a chestnut tree, and on the branch were two blossoms. I often talked to this tree, she said to me. I was startled and didn't quite know how to take her words. Was she delirious? Did she have occasional hallucinations? Anxiously, I asked her if the tree replied, Yes. What did it say to her? She answered, It said to me, I am here. I am here. I am life. Eternal life. Reading this reminded me of what Martin Buber said about how we might view a tree. We can see a tree as an object, as a species to study, or as a living thing with an active consciousness that is even a part of who we are. Perhaps this is what the young woman was seeing. Our calling is not to endure the pains of the world. It is not to get in line with the common sense. What if our calling is simply to make the highest choices, the highest choices for ourselves in accordance with our heart of hearts and what is at the heart of all hearts? For if the right to choose is the last human freedom, it follows that it is the greatest choice. Use it. And through this choice, we reveal meaning, our meaning, life's meaning, or as Frankel put it, ultimately, man should not ask what the meaning of his life is, but rather he must recognize that it is he who is asked. In a word, each man is questioned by life, and he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life, he can only respond by being responsible. And he also says, For the meaning of life differs from man to man, from day to day, and from hour to hour. What matters, therefore, is not the meaning of life in general, but rather the specific meaning of a person's life at a given moment. That's our choice. What will my life mean right now? Not tomorrow, not yesterday, but now. Choose to be your most true, and what is most true will reveal itself not only to you, but as you.